The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, Happy New Year to everybody. Hope you had a a lovely holiday. Um, There's some changes in the work at some magazines across the country. Uh, Women's Health is the very latest to drop some um, some language, let's just call it, from their front pages. Thanks to Eric Sass and his article called uh, Women's Health Drops Bikini Body Language. Don't you love that? Um, Women's Health has said that they're going to drop fra- fa- phrases like bikini body and quote-unquote drop two sizes on the cover and within its pages, according to the editor-in-chief. And it comes after previous decisions to drop the word shrink and diet, also from the cover. According to the editor-in-chief, um, the decision was made by results of a reader survey in which respondents apparently took issue with the phrases as being uh, shaming and discouraging, not to mention imprecise, and as they said, generally unhelpful. So uh, they're listening. First, I commend them for even asking their readers what they think, and secondly, for actually listening to what their readers actually think and taking um, actual steps to uh, eradicate those words from their cover. Those words have been on covers for years, as you well know. And instead, Women's Health says they're going to feature more words like toned and sexy and strong. And editorial coverage will focus on the benefits of exercise and realistic weight loss plans, paying some attention to appearance, but not giving it the central place that it has been given. Um, as we well know, Dove Real Beauty uh, was 10 years ago, people, 10 10 years ago, and they've continued to do a really great job at refreshing that campaign, which, as you will remember, highlighted women with a range of body types. Now, it's only taken a decade for women's health to get their act together. Uh, but apparently this is uh, just one in a variety of different media companies and magazines that are embracing this more affirmative, less judgmental view of women's bodies. We've talked a lot about that on Purse Strings before. You'll recall um, earlier, gosh, it was probably earlier last year, we talked about uh, swimsuit um, images and um, how companies are actually incorporating um, larger body types into their advertising. So uh, kudos to Women's Health. Sorry it took you this long. Our first profile today is Prada Professional. It's a woman committed to her career but trying to achieve some balance in her life. Um, She is around 36 years old. uh, Three-fourths of them are married. Married, 100% of them, of course, employed full-time, and about 60% of them are parents, making an individual income of about $75,000. They are very focused, as you can imagine, on their work. They consider themselves to be a workaholic while trying to balance having some family time and time to enjoy the arts and travel as well. Um, Their relationships are highly valued. 
They like to have a, a, a close circle of friends and feel respected by their peers. They're confident in their style. They shop their favorite stores for the brands that they like. And they do have favorite clothing brands that they stick with. And they will stick with that despite price. So price is important, but not the most important factor of what they decide to purchase. And in fact, they enjoy owning quality things. They consider themselves to be practical when it comes to purchasing. They're good at managing money, they say, and they will plan ahead for expensive purchases and they will tend to shop around as well. Their home is a reflection of who they are. So that's uh, something that they end up buying a lot for. And when it comes to buying, they're buying at Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Pottery Barn, Crate and Barrel, and good old Target. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with our Prada professional? Well, she reads a lot of magazines and watches cable and network TV for entertainment, but she gets her information pretty much online. So she's reading Real Simple, Martha Stewart Living and Style Shape, uh, Vanity Fair and Cooking Light. Uh, she's watching E! Food Network, TLC, and Discovery Channel. Um, so something to remember about Prada Professional is uh, when it comes to the new year, she's probably trying to get more balance into her life. So if you're trying to reach her, you might want to play um, to that privilegation of trying to balance work and life. Uh, my guest today is a guy I've known for quite a while, and I'm thrilled to have him finally on Purse Strings. Pat Weiss is the COO and Executive Strategy Director at the Thorburn Group. The Thorburn Group is an award-winning brand engagement firm right here in my hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it has driven momentum for huge brands, brand names that you probably love and enjoy each and every day, like Polaroid, American Standard, Benjamin Moore, as well as National Geographic, Ecolab and many, many other brands that are name brands. Pat actually has 25 years of experience uh, defining, developing, and directing those great brands. And it, this is a very award-winning work. He's won six Effie Awards, two Stephen Kelly Awards, a Golden International Echo Award, among many, many others. He's probably blushing right now, as if I think of Pat. He, he's kind of a humble kind of guy, but the work is excellent. And I'm really thrilled to have him on today because as you know, it's the beginning of a brand new year and we're going to be looking at top marketing trends for the year. So if you're a marketer, if you're in the ad PR world, you're going to want to stick around and hear what Pat Weiss has to say about marketing trends for 2016. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Purse Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents... The 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is February 15th, 2016. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 14th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your entry today at iacaward.org. That's iacaward.org. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Back. Joining me today is Pat Wees. He's the COO and Executive Strategy Director at the Thorburn Group, which is an award-winning brand engagement firm right here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Thorburn Group is behind huge brands like Polaroid, National Geographic, American Standard, Ecolab, Benjamin Moore, and the list just goes on and on and on. Pat brings 25 years of experience defining, developing, and directing great brands to his clients. And I've known Pat for a number of years, and I'm just thrilled to have him on the show today to talk about marketing trends he's keeping his eye on in the new year. Pat, welcome to the show. Hey, Maria, how are you? I am very, very good, Pat. I hope you're doing great and just glad to kick off this new year with you on the other end of the line. Um, For everybody listening today who, of course, don't know you as well as I do, please share a little bit about what you do as COO and Executive Strategy Director there at the Thorburn Group. Sure. Uh, well, you know, I really wear two hats. Um, one is sort of an internal hat and the other is an external hat, primarily as my COO title. You know, what, what, what my job really is, is is to make sure that the folks uh, that are writing and designing and strategizing for our clients have all the resources uh, they need to, to serve those clients. And then I also lead the, uh, the strategy team. And, and, and mostly, you know, that's really about... Um, helping brands discover um, and and really define sort of what their what their their unique value is or what their unique proposition uh, is in the in the world. So, really working to to sort of uncover you know the truth about who they are and and what makes their brand great. Yeah, and especially great 
in the minds of that consumer audience, right? I mean, you know, what it is about that consumer that they can really appreciate about that brand. And I know you've done that so well. And I know so well that 2015 was a huge year for you and your firm. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what you felt were true game changers, not only for your agency, but also the industry in 2015? Yeah, I think I think a couple of, of, of things come to mind for sure. I mean, for us in our business, one of the true game changers was um, our continued sort of and deeper entry in, into a relatively new market for us, which is higher education. Uh, over the past year to a year and a half, we've we've had the honor of working with um, over a dozen colleges and universities across. The country, um, and you know, typically, uh, you know, we've been in the business of helping to build great consumer brands, um, great business-to-business brands, and increasingly, in higher education, um, there's there there's a need uh, to do uh, greater branding, uh, greater differentiation. You know, I think you know, for anyone who is sort of keeping tracks of. Uh, higher education, what's in the news, you know, the, the value of, of higher education is being questioned by many. Of course, the cost of higher education mm-hmm. is becoming greater and greater, um, and competition is increasing. So what's happened in that market is, you know, the, the executive teams, the board of directors are seeing that um, these great and venerable institutions need to get out there and define more clearly in the minds of uh, alumni of uh, prospective students, of parents, even faculty and staff, what they stand for and what truly creates uh, value for them uh, in the marketplace because that competition for that student is is just getting harder and harder. So, you know, that's been something, you know, that's been game-changing for us and, and, and rewarding. I, uh, you know, when we talk about brands, we talk about emotional connections and think about it, you know, what – uh, is more emotional, you know, what stays with you uh, so strongly throughout your life than, than the college or university um, mm-hmm. that, that you've chosen. Uh, and so it's been, it's been a, a real uh, amount of fun uh, for us to get in there and sort of use the principles of consumer marketing uh, into an industry that, quite frankly, uh, just a little aside, <clears throat> one of the first presidents we met with said uh, that advertising – uh, is for desperate uh, colleges, <laughs> so right? Uh, to, to, to which, you know, I thought, well, you know, if you don't advertise, you will become desperate. That's right. Uh, you know, in, in the world. Well, I just think, you know, there's, there's you know, there's the purity uh, of, of, of education, you know, um, you know, was, was sort of cheapened in, in his mind by that. But, but the reality is more and more CMOs uh, from consumer brands are going in to become the chief marketing officers, uh, in higher education, and, and the game is the game. Absolutely, in that industry has changed, and I think you know we're seeing more and more competition. We're seeing lots of traditional agencies, you know that 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 maybe didn't serve higher education, more consumer agencies getting into that market um, mm. is is well, uh, and so so I think I think that's a it's game changing for us, but I also think game changing uh, a bit for the industry in that you know it's a sector that's absolutely growing. And in need of the kind of support that that you know us and and our fellow agencies can provide. 
Well, and I think, too, about brands, right? And higher education, a college is a brand. And I know it's, it's a fairly new concept for many universities and colleges to think that way. But as we think about especially millennials um, and even Gen Xers and boomers, mm-hmm. when it comes to brands, they want to find brands that are their brand, that fit with them, that feel personal to them. And and nothing's more personal than spending four years and paying hundreds of thousands of dollars than going, you know, than going to college. And so having, I would imagine, higher ed understand that they have to tell their story so that that student, that prospective student can find the right fit for them is also critical, right? Right. And it is, you know, so much of it in the, in the research that we've done, you know, um, for these schools and universities, so much of it. And even if you can all remember to the first time you stepped on campus, it really is about fit, you know, but the real challenge is to get them there That's and right. to, get them to understand sort of the value. What, what I often talk to the executive teams about is what we're here to do is really define what makes you special. Um, you know, in, in, in that world and in, in consumer and business to business, brands, it's harder and harder today to, to, to be different, right? So what makes us different? What makes us unique? I prefer to, to talk about what makes you special because if you think about your own life, you don't really go out looking for something different. You know, if I want to buy something, you want to buy something special. You want to find and buy something that speaks to you, that personally speaks to you. And, and you know, kids today, um, you know, consumers of all ilk, you know, are really looking for a relationship, something, you know, beyond the product, something uh, that speaks to them, that, that they can connect with, that they can feel proud of, that they can um, attach to uh, in a way. And, and, and that's really, you know, wherever we're branding is what we're trying to do. We're trying to create that emotional connection. That's something that goes beyond product feature, product benefits. Um, you know, today, you know, you've, you've, heard, you've heard it over and over. You know, the, just the, the choice of products and the proliferation of products, um, the parity of products. You know, you can, you can have a feature um, today and, and, you know, within three to four months, if that, you know, that feature, that benefit uh, can be knocked off. Um, you know, we're constricted with time. There was a, um, there's a study that I read <laughs> about time and attention span. Uh, and, there were, and the truth is they did uh, studies to see how long uh, and uh, the attention span of the average human was. And, and sadly, actually, uh, we sort of equate to that of a goldfish. Um, seven seconds. <laughs> I believe right? it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, and you know, a hundred years ago, we, we could actually uh, sit down and read a whole book. So, you know, it, it, it's just our world has changed. And, and so the idea of branding and connecting to a brand and, and seeking something uh, that's special and something, you know, that speaks to us is, is so critical. Uh, today um and and to pay attention to that and and to to stand for something uh maybe a little bigger in the world well and and i think what you said before about there's just so much competition out there and and having people understand what is special about your brand is so critical and i think that's where the 
the rise of storytelling has come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, storytelling has been around forever. It just suddenly feels like a new concept. You and I both know it is not a new concept. Yes. But there is all this talk about the power of storytelling and the most effective yeah. ways that you can get your story out there. I'm curious what you, what you've seen that you feel like really works when it comes to companies sharing their stories with that target audience about what it is that makes them so special. Right. Well, you know, to starting with storytelling, you're so right. I, you know, oftentimes we'll we'll say, you know, the brand word can be defined in a lot of different ways, but at the at, at its essence, what we're really doing is telling stories. Um, you know, stories that matter, stories that make a difference. There, um, uh, I guess I maybe committed it to, to to memory a bit, but I think it, it was Maya Angelou who said, um, you know, people will forget what you said, uh, they'll forget what you did, but people will never forget how you make them feel. Um, and that's really the power of stories and the power of storytelling that they enchant and they inspire and they delight us and motivate us. You know, you think about great stories, you know, you, 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 there could have been a story about a single parent raising children in the deep South um, who stood up against racism. And, and that might be um, something you, you may listen to, but, but, but that was translated into a book called killing um, to kill a mockingbird mm-hmm. or, you know, the story of an immigrant family that came to America. Uh, well, that's, that story was the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it has richness. It has, it, it has context. It has, it has motive, uh, to it. And, you know, that's really, that's really what, you know, great brands do. They tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, think about, think about brands like, like Apple, think about brands like like Nike. These are stories, you know, um, of Apple. Stories uh, of thinking differently. Stories of, of 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 empowering creativity. Or for Nike, stories about athletic challenge um, and and finding the athlete uh, within you and 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 that that sort of rally cry around uh, just do it. And so, you know, with the advent, I guess of and proliferation of all the media, you know, we're finding, we're finding that brands, you know, are telling stories um, everywhere. And social media uh, in all its dimension is becoming, you know, the place mm-hmm. to tell stories and stories, um, you know, that change based on the platform. Uh, you know, I, I read uh, an article a couple of days ago. You know, the people who are doing it the greatest are are entertainers, <laughs> and, and their brands. You know, telling their brand story and using social media. Uh, you know, in in ways. You know, using using Twitter. Uh, you know, to sort of inform. Um, you know, about events and, and things that are are happening. You know, using Facebook a little bit more like a megaphone, kind of shouting uh, to your to your group. You know, using Instagram for beautiful photography, uh, you know, and, and, and increasingly, you know, using, um, you know, for younger audiences, especially using Snapchat, you know, just mm-hmm. this, this sort of new, odd, disappearing medium, you know, that has over 30 million uh, users uh, and, and growing. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, following these brands um, and, and hearing their stories, you know, is, 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 you know, it becomes interesting, um, almost appointment viewing in some cases mm-hmm. uh, 
for these consumers. And so it's taken advertising from, you know, this single dimensional, uh, non-interactive platform into something that, that, that people can participate in. That's right. Uh, in, a, and, in a very high touch way, participate in yeah. to the point where it becomes personalized as well. Right. And I want to get into the personalization piece of this, but we're going to need to take a quick break, Pat, squeeze two minutes in and we come back. We'll tackle personalization. Everyone stick around more from Pat Weiss in just a moment. Her strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. John's What's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back. I've been chatting today with Pat Wee, COO and Executive Strategy Director at the Thorburn Group, which is a brand engagement firm in Minneapolis. And we've been talking about trends in the industry, the marketing industry, and um, Pat and his firm have had huge success in higher education um, as higher ed has gotten smarter about telling its story. And in fact, storytelling is one of the trends that will continue in 2016, um, as well as utilizing social media platforms platforms to really get that story out in front of consumers. And branding remains king, um, even though branding's been around for quite some time. Branding is all about, as Pat described it, uh, telling the world why you are special and making that emotional contact, that connection with that key stakeholder. And Pat, right before the break, we were getting into how um, consumers have gotten used to to personalization, um, hyper personalization um, has been 
uh, immobilized really by the onset of social, digital, um, websites, all of those things. We can connect directly with consumers. We can make things very personal and, and branding is very personal for consumers. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like there's a threshold on personalization to the point where maybe, um, it gets on the verge of creepy, um, a little bit or can you take personalization too far? Or do you feel like consumers have a pretty high threshold for that? Well, um, I do think that you can take it a little far, and I, I, I think it become be, can become creepy, but it's really about context, and I think I think more about relevance. Um, Any more consumers, you know, through you know these social media and digital platforms, I mean, have an expectation of personalization. You know, it's kind of taking the the corner bricks and mortar store, you know, to a whole nother level. Who doesn't feel good? When you walk into your favorite, you know, corner store or coffee shop and they know your name, somehow you feel sort of part of the tribe. Um, and that's really, you know, what personalization is about digitally. And I, and I think when it gets to be creepy is when it becomes um, uh, sort of irrelevant, you know, or, or sort of uh, disregarding or disrespecting sort of the individual. So to me, you know, it, it's what would you do face to face? You know, those are the same things that you should be uh, doing on online. Respect your customer, respect the consumer. But by all means, I I believe uh, personalization, you know, personalize, make it personal. Because if we're building brands, and as you rightly said, brands are about relationships. Relationship builds trust. And relationships uh, build loyalty. And that's what we're all seeking out of our, our brands is, is, is to find uh, a relationship. So we move from being transactional to personal and relational with our brand. So um, I, I can only see personalization um, getting stronger and stronger, especially as more and more devices uh, are beginning to be connected uh, to each other. Uh, oh, gosh, yes. That seems like it's we're surrounded by devices that all of our devices talk to each other anymore. You know, I finally broke down and got my husband a Fitbit. And, you know, that's talking to this over here and that's talking to this over here. And, you know, pretty soon um, our, our devices are going to know about more about us than maybe our own spouse. Um, there's a word for it, of course. There's a term for it in marketing called the Internet of Things. And I'm curious what your take is on the impact of the Internet of Things and just how far you think it will go over the next 12 months. It feels like every other month I'm hearing about another device that's smart and can interpret, you know, uh, basically how much you breathe, sleep, and eat and dream. <laughs> right. Well, from what I've been seeing and reading, it, it, it sort of is anyone's guess, but the um the reality is that that experts are predicting that wearable you know the internet of mm-hmm. things the wearable technology is forecasted to be bigger than the smartphone movement so the smartphone really just becomes part of part of this larger digital uh ecosystem so i i think it, it, the 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 connectivity of these devices will uh, increase, you know, everything from, you know, Fitbit's great, uh, you know, example to your watch, to your refrigerator, you know, maybe something they put on your dog's collar, I, who knows. Um, but as we, as we sort of integrate all of this uh, into our lives, these devices will get smarter and smarter and smarter and, and, you know, big data, you know, <laughs> becomes mm-hmm. bigger. And, and, you know, in, in many ways, I, you know, if, 
it, it becomes, you know, um, a utility for us, mm-hmm. uh, something that, that, that becomes uh, helpful and useful uh, in a whole different way uh, in, our, in our lives. So I, I can't see, you know, uh, in any front, um, you know, this idea of the Internet of Things slowing down or um, it's, it's only accelerating. I know it is. It's kind of out of control. We and we're running out of time. But before we go, I I do have to ask you: Are there other trends you're watching this year that you feel like would be important for our listeners to be aware of? Well, um, probably less a trend because it certainly is here. But I do believe um, the content um, content development, and we were just seeing more and more and more just of of working on on behalf of our clients for pure content development with no, with no real. Um, you know, stated objective as far as what what medium it might land in. So we're not creating advertising anymore, you know, printed uh, brochures anymore. Uh, while we do that work, you know, we, we're becoming more and more in the business of content, uh, content on multiple dimensions, content that's written, content that's visual, content that's, that's video uh, and meant to entertain, and then pushing that content through any number of, uh, of, of vehicles. In fact, one of our clients has us simply creating content bundles, packaging it up, sending it to them for their use and the use of their distribution in their retail uh, channels. So, you know, it, but it all comes back to what we started with. It, it really is about storytelling. Mm-hmm. It isn't about the media. It's not about, you know, the, the, the paper or the print or the digital or the pixels. It really is about the, the value of the story and the story is really all about the relevant and motivating content that Mm -hmm. you can generate. And and that all really ebbs from the brand and branding is something that you are an expert in. The Thorburn group is an expert in, and I do invite everyone to learn more about Pat and the Thorburn group's great work at the thorburngroup.com website. You can see some case studies there, read some bios and see some pretty cool stuff. Pat, thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. It was it was it was delightful. Thank well, you. Well, it's always fun talking to you. I always learn something. So thank you. And thanks to my producer George. And join me right here next week for another edition of Purse Strings, three o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.